Can I keep it real, son? Instead of looking like King James, he's looking simply like Simba. Just a little cup. <laughs> you're, you're, you're online with DJ Battle Cat on my head in Cleveland getting it so live right now. It's always JB Smooth, 84.com, the bar. One love. Peace. What's cooler than cool? No, man, my house, man. <laughs> Kerosene heaters in the works, man. We got to be innovative. Now, 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 here's your host, James Bridges. He's AKA JB Smooth, the host doing the most, keeping it real, like ripping the crust off of your toast. Holla at your boy. Smooth. Smooth. Joining me right now, host of Three Deep on ESPN 850 WKNR, is the host E Go the 80s, what he's known on Twitter. But his name is Emmett Golden. What's going on, Chief? Uh, not much, man. Thanks a lot for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh no, nah, man, I really appreciate you taking this time out. You know, since just for a little guy like me, you know, we all see you blowing up. You know, saying you're a big star now. You know. What's up? Um, getting to these Ohio State Buckeyes, you know, saying you are the beat reporter for uh, WKNR. Um, what's like the atmosphere around the campus and around the team? Like, did they feel like expectations were met, or were they braced for a rough year? Oh yeah, they definitely. They, I think they were ready for a rough year. I don't. I'm not sure if they were exactly ready for the type of year that it turned out to be. You know, people had big hopes for Braxton Miller and you know right from so you see the guy play and you see him do some things that you think like you know this guy is the answer and you know he will be the answer uh, still have a little bit of going to do especially in the passing game but yeah a lot of people around Columbus they pretty much yeah, they, they knew it wasn't going to be a Big Ten championship year okay with that being said do you think it would have been different if Trussell was still the coach like how much did, how much was it Trussell and the, or the fact that, you know, maybe this would have just been a down year, period, considering they lost, you know what I'm saying, prior, then you had the, the other four guys suspended for the first five games. Yeah. Well, you know what, I mean, if they don't lose Trestle, then they, you know, they, the players are probably not, you know, suspended it for as long because the uh, allegations may not have been, you know, as deep. So it would have been a totally different year. I mean, think about it, if Terrell Pryor doesn't go – to the NFL and Braxton Miller has a chance to sit back and grow and learn and you know Terrell Pryor he, he, at this point anyway is definitely you know, a better quarterback than Braxton Miller so it would definitely have been a different year and then the Big Ten is just down this year they might you know what the Big Ten has been in recent years so I think if, if Jim Trussell is here and you know Terrell Pryor doesn't enter the supplemental draft Joining me right now is Emmett Golden, beat beat reporter for the Ohio State Buckeyes and the Cleveland State University Vikings from WKNR 850. Um, with all these new charges that they just got hit with by the NCAA, um, do you see what do you what penalties do you see them getting? And do you think that they maybe should have been more proactive and self-imposing some penalties so that maybe what's going to come down the pike won't be so harsh? Um, I can see them possibly losing a uh, a bowl bid 
be it this year or next year, just really depends on, you know, whenever the NCAA makes their decision. Uh, this it's, you know, it's really tough to, you know, to say, you know, what will happen going forward and, you know, how, how it will affect them. You just, you look at Luke Ficone, unfortunately, he's, you know, pretty much a lame duck coach and that he, he might not be back next year. You know, if he is back next year, it's probably because the bowl ban will be next year. So uh, I don't think it'll be anything too serious that they'll get hit by me now losing a ball bit is serious, but I don't think it's anything like, you know, the death penalty or, you know, any type of that nature, especially when you look at the things that uh, that Miami went through and that Penn State went through. I don't think the uh, NCAA will make an example out of Ohio State this year. Now, you, meant, you just mentioned Luke Fickle. Now, do you think he ever really had a legitimate shot or did he even earn yeah. one and, like, because at every time it seems like, you know, they have a decent game. They come back and they come, like, the very next week and fall on their face, you know, struggle with Indiana. You give up a 14-point lead with Nebraska. You lose to Purdue. It seems like every time he, he gets some some support, it's like he just washes it away with something foolish. Yeah, I don't think he, he ever legitimately, you know, had a chance. His only chance was to pretty much win out in the Big Ten and, and possibly win a Big Ten championship, then they would have to say, you know, really think about it. But you speak of how the team would play well, then they would regress. you got to remember, he's a rookie head coach, and he's got a lot of freshmen on that team. And that's going to happen, you know, when you have a young coaching staff and, and young players. When you get some success, sometimes success can be a little, you know, more dangerous than adversity. Because when you get some success, you start to believe what you read in the papers and what you see on Twitter. And, you know, you watch ESPN and they talk about the great game and comeback you had. You start to believe, hey, I can walk out on this field and we're probably going to get a W. And that just doesn't happen in major college sports. Joining me right now is Emmett Golden, host of 3 Deep on WKNR from 7 to 9 every day, Monday through Friday on jpsmooth84.com right here. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we saw some frustration from Carlos Side on Twitter. You know, I'm saying, what do you think? Besides, you know, said not getting enough playing time was his biggest biggest beef. Was it simply just the fact the way that he handled bringing back those suspended guys, playing them maybe before him, and him not just getting enough playing time? Like, what do you think is the source of like him just popping off so much like that on Twitter? You know, I understand. I understood his frustration because he he had been playing well. You know, when, when in the absence of uh, Boom Heron and, you know, and all the other guys that weren't there, he played well. So I did understand his frustration. But he, what he needed to understand was that, you know, Boom Heron is a better running back. He, he just is. And not only that, he's a senior, you know, and, and High's going to have plenty of time for this to be his team. I mean, next year, I see him being the, the premier feature running back, you know, for the Buckeyes. So, Twitter, you know, it's great for guys like me because it gives me stuff to talk about when athletes get a little upset and, and get to tweeting. But it's not really the smartest thing for athletes to do when they're upset and emotional is to uh, put their thoughts out there for the world to see. And it was a learning experience, and I'm sure he learned from it. Now, we got the last two games of the week, Penn State. We see all the drama that they're going with. 
they may just be a little distracted. Then we got Michigan to end the season. How do you see this year uh, finishing up? Do they do they get a W in one of these last two, or you know what I'm saying? Do they skate out of here at a, with a 500 record at six and six at the end of the season? Well, I don't see Penn State winning another game. They just got too much stuff going on. So I think it's it's pretty much a W this weekend. As long as uh, the guys in the scarlet and gray aren't thinking like I'm thinking that it's a given. Uh, they come out and they play their game. I can see them beating Penn State. I mean, Penn State is just it's just too too many distractions for them right now. Um, I've said it all year long. I've said it before the season start uh, started. I don't expect them to win in the Big House this year for many reasons, and, and the biggest reason just being that they're so young, and to be on the road in a game that big, you know, I just I I don't see them pulling this one out and being able to keep Denard Robinson in check for the entire game. So I, I definitely, you know, I think they win against Penn State and they end up losing to finish the season uh, up in Michigan. If they lose in Michigan, how depressed will uh, your boy Munch be? <laughs> uh, it, I mean, it would, it would be depressing. It definitely would. But, I mean, you just got to think about it. If, if Michigan was ever going to beat Ohio State, if they were ever going to beat Ohio State, it'd be this year. You know, they're, they're changing coaches. You know, they've got some injuries. Uh, they've been inconsistent all year. And I know Buckeye fans will be upset, you know, if the Buckeyes lose to Michigan. But I don't, I don't think this will be a skid that will be maintained. I don't see Michigan dominating Ohio State for years to come or anything like that. I just think it's a perfect storm for Michigan to uh, squeak out a win uh, this year. That's what's up. Joining me right now is Emmett Golden. Beat right or beat reporter, excuse me, for the Ohio State Buckeyes on WKNR. Join me right here on jbsmooth84.com. You've been going hard on people for not supporting CSU basketball, man. Like, I've been listening yeah. to you. And uh, so, as a person who has not gone to a game since he was like 12, why should I take 10 bucks and go to the convocation center? Or ain't it the, the, the Murtar and Maryland? Yeah, the Wolfstein Center. The Wolfstein, Wolfstein Center. Excuse me, I'm over here thinking about the welfare building. Whoops, my bad. <laughs> uh, the, the Wolfstein Center. Um, in, 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 instead of sitting at the crib or going to BW3s or wherever I'm going to go, why should I go down to the Wolfstein Center? Break it down to me. Well, because the first reason is because, like you, you just said, take $10. I mean, tickets are affordable, you know, and, and they're, it's a lot more inexpensive to go to a CSU game than it is to a Browns game, an Indians game, a Cavs game. So that's the number one reason. I mean, it's affordable. You know, you can, you and a couple of your buddies can go, and you can you can have a good time, and it won't cost you an arm and a leg. The second reason is this is a successful college basketball team. No. They've won twenty games over the past you know four years. Each each year they've won around twenty games and over twenty games. They've been to the NCAA tournament. They've produced a first round NBA draft pick. There's are, there are some good things going on down at the Wolfstein Center. And you look, I mean, you talk about a team that went to the number seventh ranked team in the country in Vanderbilt and laid it on them. I mean, they controlled that game from whistle to whistle. So it's some good basketball. And there are there's not a lot of things to be happy about in Cleveland. There aren't a lot of teams getting W's. You got a team right downtown. Very easy to get to, very affordable, that you can go and you are more than likely going to see a W. And if you don't see a win, you're going to see some damn good basketball. And that's why you should go see 
Cleveland State this year. I could argue with you the argument or the point you make about them being a winning program, uh, but I'm not going to get to it because I see how you and uh, Gerard and, and Will Burge got to it. So I'm not going to engage in that. I'll, I'll, I'll let it be that. I'll consider it. I'm going to go dig in the, uh, into the change jar and grab 10 bucks, and I'm going to go. And if and if, and if, that, and if I go and they lose and they get, like, blown out, I'm going to be at you on the show. I'm oh, you know you. what? And I, I would welcome it. I would welcome that because I, would, I don't recall. Well, the last time they got blown out was on the road against Butler, and Butler blows a lot of people out. At their house, and not only that, I mean, they got two guys in the NBA themselves from last year's team. So you know, you just you, you got to look at, at the broad picture. You know, you got to look at everything. And you know, yeah, they've won a lot of games. Have they played a lot of great teams? No, no. You know, you look at they played Ryo Grand last night, and you're like, well, you know, who is that? And exactly. But the reason why they play those teams is because the top notch, you know, uh, programs in the nation. They don't want to come to Cleveland because if they, they look at Cleveland State and they say if, if this team can go on the road and beat a legitimate national championship contender in Vanderbilt, there's no way we're going to go to their house and play them. So you got to understand, people are scared uh, to come here and play Cleveland State. And it, and it makes sense. You know, why, why come to Cleveland State and play a really good team at home when you can, uh, you know, schedule out of nowhere A&M? You know, and get an easy victory at home. So, you know, there's, the, the Vikings are on a lot of people's radar right now. That's what's up. Winding down with Emmett Golden. Uh, he's host, co-host of 3 Deep on ESPN 850 WKNR 7 to 9 every weekday. Just getting into, you know what I'm saying, your journey from intern, the board operator, not a co-host, you know what I'm saying? How has this journey been for you, you know what I'm saying, into the radio business and you know what I'm saying? Now to see that you got a, got some success under your belt. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, it's you know, it's been great. I wouldn't uh I wouldn't trade any of my experiences for the world. You know, when I um I you know, a couple years ago, you know, made a decision that this is uh a, a avenue that I want to uh, pursue as far as a career goes, you know, go and when I went to the Ohio City, oh, I'm sorry, the Ohio Center of Broadcasting, and the first thing they told us is, you know, when you, if you want to get in this business, you're going to have to work hard, and they really put that in my head, and I took that, and I tried to take it, you know, to the next level as an intern. I, um, you know, there are, you know, whether you like them or not, there are a lot of good people in that building down there at KNR. You know, you've got people that's been in this business for years, and we're, whether you like them on air or not, they they know a lot about the business and they have a lot of good advice. So I pick everybody's brain. I still pick everyone's brain, even people that don't, you know, work with me at the station. When I'm at, you know, CSU, I'm uh, I'm all in, you know, the plain dealer's Elton Alexander's ear, just trying to see what he's seeing and get his point of view because I'm a firm believer in. You know, everybody has a different perspective than yours, and if you, you know, hear that, and if you embrace that, it'll make you better. Whether you agree with them or not, you know, you can listen to what somebody says. You can think they're full of you-know-what, but you'll walk away better from having that conversation with that person. So, you know, to anybody starting out in this business, you know, you talk to people, build relationships, because you can learn 
you know, something from almost everybody, even if it's learning how not to do something, you can learn a lot from everybody in this business. And, you know, I've embraced that and I'm doing my best, you know, to apply it. And uh, I've also been blessed and, you know, had a little bit of luck and uh, along with the hard work. And I'm just, you know, just going to keep working hard and hopefully that continues. Wrapping up, final question for you, man. What was, what's been your best or your favorite radio moment so far? Uh, it, and it, my best radio moment was probably my most embarrassing moment. Um, the Power Hour. I was on the Power Hour one day, and um, I had just got a, a new cell phone. I got my Evo 3D. You know, I absolutely love this phone. And uh, it was my first day with it. And I was in the studio, and everybody was talking. And I have to be honest, I wasn't exactly paying attention. I was uh, <laughs> flicking around on my phone, and they passed it to me. And I said, uh, they said, so Emmett, what do you think? And I said, well, I'm going to jump out a tree, you know, and I'm going to say Manny Harris is going to be, you know, the most effective guy on the team this year. And it was complete silence, and everybody looked at me. They said, that's cool, Emmett, but we're talking about the Indians. And <laughs> I just, I was so embarrassed, because I, and everybody knew that I wasn't paying attention at all. And the entire city of Cleveland and those streaming us around the, you know, the country heard me uh, make a big time mistake. But it was, it's a learning experience and everybody got a good laugh uh, out of it. And that's where, you know, jumping out of a tree, you know, came. So that's my probably my favorite moment. You know, in my early for young broadcasting career, <laughs> I remember that. I, I I remember the other time when they were talking about the Browns and you threw out Grady Sizemore. So I mean, you've had a couple of moments where you went on your, on your toes, right? Right. You know, and, and it's been, and, and, and you know, I'm a young, you know, young guy in, in the business, and you know, that happens, and you learn. And I'll tell you what, when you make a mistake on the air. Everybody hears it. Nobody ever and lets you gotta, Yeah, you got to be ready for that, you know. So, and, and it helps you. It, it stops you from making more of those mistakes. So, yeah, I've had my time, but I'm sure I'll have a few more. But you know, you learn from them, and you just keep on plugging away, and you keep having fun because that's what it's all about. Emmett, man, I really appreciate it. You know, what I'm saying taking some time out with, with me to speak with me here on jbsmooth84.com. Um, we'll have to do this again, man, and uh, we'll have to do something where we got you jumping out of a tree, something like that. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know what I'm saying? We gonna I love ha- jumping out of a tree, so no problem. <laughs> and we're going to make sure we had the money team. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I thank you for not cursing because we are live right now. We oh, are, we, live. We, are we live? We, we are live. You know what I'm saying? Got we it. are live. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad I didn't curse then yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you once again. You know what I'm saying? We'll be in touch. You know what I'm saying? Don't be ashamed, homie. Hey, anytime, man. I'll be more than happy to talk to you. Just hit me up. That was Emmett Golden, WKNR's beat writer for the Ohio State Buckeyes, Cleveland State Vikings, and co-host of 3 Deep, which airs Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Make sure to check out jbsmooth84.com for more great stuff like this and tune in to Smooth Shots every Tuesday at 11 p.m. And until next time, smooth!